yesterday in the evening as I was taking leave of my colleagues and you know, and Catherine and, and one or two others who I think were sitting at one of the tables in the staff dining room. And I said, good night, sisters and brothers in birth, aging, sickness, and death. Borrowed that line Catherine had mentioned, a monk beginning his Dharma talks that way. And I said it lightly, just came into my mind this truth of our connection in that way, but just the way I chose to say goodnight. And we were kidding around, and someone said, well, it's been nice knowing you if, if you don't make it through the night. You know? <laughs> Thanks for helping out with the retreat. And, you know, very light, and, and yet there is a certain truth there. And... And then I went home. Oh, I said, I said, yes, if I don't make it, just drag the corpse out into the woods for the coyotes. And, and someone said, okay, well, we'll do that for you. you know, take it out. It's, it's hard to get through the winter for them. Give them a little extra nourishment, protein. <clears throat> and then I went home and <clears throat> got ready for bed and I was lying in bed and and I heard a large group of coyotes start <laughs> howling and barking and crying just very nearby outside the window <laughs> in the woods. And, and I love that sound, that wildness of that. And my heart opens to them. And I, I love that. And it harkens back to early times in my life of hearing them growing up in the deserts of the Southwest. And that wildness there. Touched by that. This wildness that we humans seem so determined to, to crush down, to eliminate. We seem to be trying to tame the world. But that wildness is, is what will save us. We need that. We need that desperately, I think that untamedness, that unknown, that that coyote's howling in the evening, cold of the winter, points to that. And it made me think of, of all that we, we take for granted. So much in life, in our own lives, in our beliefs about who we are and what we hold as possible for ourselves. These beliefs that are so strong. All that we know, we know so much. So much information, we, at least we think we know a lot. And there's so much in there that we, we don't even question it. And we can live our whole lives based on assumptions and beliefs and things that we just take for granted, never really looking to see if it's true. We think we know what a breath is or what the feeling of the body is or 
what our mind and heart are like, what the sound of my voice is. We think we know this is, but, but actually this moment has never been here. And the moment that just passed is gone forever. One of my teachers, a famous teacher in Burma, some of you may have heard of, Sayada Upandita, I was practicing, living as a monk, practicing at his center in Burma once, quite, quite a few years ago now. And one time he said something which is just simple and obvious and nothing special in the words, in the, in the surface meaning there. And yet at the time struck me with such poignance, such, it touched someplace deeper. He said, that which did not exist comes into being, takes birth. has its life and then passes away. Each moment, pointing to each moment, it's coming into existence, it takes birth. This breath, this feeling, this mind and heart, this moment was never here before. But we can have such a a kind of jaded or or a way that we just take it for granted. Oh, I, I know it. I know what it means. I know who I am. It's worth looking in our lives here on retreat today as we go through the day, in our lives outside of retreat. What do we take for granted or what are beliefs we hold about the universe, about ourselves, about what we're capable of, assumptions that we don't even question or or mostly don't even notice that they're there. Can we let each moment be new in that way? If we knew it was our last breath or the last feeling we would have, we might really show up for that, really be there. Can we hold our life? Can we hold this moment with that sense of of the precious newness of it? meeting it with that quality that Suzuki Roshi, the famous Zen teacher, called beginner's mind or don't know mind. Touching that newness just this moment, fresh, never been here before, 
taking birth. And falling away. And so we can settle into simple presence here this morning, this new morning. Meeting life just as it is. The body sitting and that simplicity, earth sitting on earth. Breath within the body, life force entering and leaving. Each breath is new. Haven't had this one before. This like food, like it's life itself. Noticing any mood in the mind and the heart. Light, happy mood or solemn mood of sadness or joy. The mind saying yes, mind saying no. Heart open, heart may be closed, feeling connected, feeling disconnected. We can know that just as it is. Touching this quality of intimacy with life, with nature, the nature of things, nature manifesting in mind, heart, and body. Touch that simplicity of that. Allowing it to be just as it is. Knowing that awareness can meet any of it. Awareness can hold it all. We don't have to do anything about any of it. There's nothing we have to get. Nothing to get rid of. Nothing to fix, no one to be. Life unfolding, happening by itself. 
the mind knowing, happening by itself. And we can show up for that with a kind, caring heart, a heart, a mind that cares for the moment in the best way we can by showing up for it. And meeting it with this fresh beginner's mind, don't know. These are some words from Ajahn Chah. Do not try to become anything. Do not make yourself into anything. Do not be a meditator. Do not become enlightened. When you sit, let it be. When you walk, let it be. Grasp at nothing, resist nothing. You will reach a point where the heart tells itself what to do. Try to be mindful and let things take their natural course. Then your mind will become still in any surroundings, like a clear forest pool. All kinds of wonderful, rare animals will come to drink at the pool, and you will clearly see the nature of all things. You will see many strange and wonderful things come and go, but you will be still. This is the happiness of the Buddha. The Buddha taught us to lay down those things that lack a real abiding essence. If you lay everything down, you will see the truth. If you don't, you won't. That's the way it is. And when wisdom awakens within you, you will see truth wherever you look. Truth is all you'll see. You will see truth wherever you look. Truth is all you'll see. We're not getting something we don't already have. We're not uncovering some hidden knowledge or special experience. It's just this now. The truth is always the truth. It doesn't come into being at special times so we have the possibility to realize it. We're swimming in it. Right now, just this. <clears throat> 